Did you ever notice how, like, people that are like, I'm so grateful for all that I have are super rich people that are building a hotel-like house with a pour la chair? I'm back. It's Eric from YourRealityRecaps.com reading you the Real Housewives of Orange County audio blogs each week after the episode airs. Because let's face it, we all like to be read to. Who likes to read these days? And the website has so many ads and blah blah blah. So you have me to interject my thoughts as I read to you what the ladies are saying after the episode each week. Now look, if you guys are listening to this on our website, make sure you comment below because I want to hear what you think about the show too and Maybe I'll even use what you say in these podcasts. And if you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher, do us a favor, give us a five-star rating and a nice review. And check out our website and follow us on social media. You can tweet me anytime at Reality Recaps. But we have so much to get to this week. Let's jump right into it. And spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you again, if you've been listening for the past few episodes, uh, Heather didn't do, not Heather, Oh my god, I'm starting already off bad. Tamara <laughs> didn't do a blog again this week. That would make no blogs from Tamara this season. I'll just tweet at her. You should go tweet her at Tamara Barney, I think, and be like, where the F's your blogs, bitch? Because we want reality recaps to read them to us. And honestly, I think maybe she's just not doing them because she's trying to stay out of the drama this season, maybe? Uh, let me know what you think in the comments below, because uh, I want to go read the, the first block. And it's from Heather, and it's called, I'm so grateful for all that we have. Did you ever notice how, like, people that are like, I'm so grateful for all that I have are super rich people that are building a hotel-like house with a port la chere Is that what it's called, a port la chere I go for walks with my dog that hobbles um, and we push him in the little stroller and everybody makes fun of us because he has bad legs and um, it's two guys walking a dog in a stroller and that's apparently funny for people and I don't like that. Anyway, I'll just tell you, some lady was like laughed at us and I was like, oh, haha, yeah, it is pretty funny. My dog's dying and this is his last walk, but keep laughing And she was like a real housewife and stunned. So there's that. Uh, What was my point? Oh, yeah. Uh, When I'm on my walks, I'm always like, I want a portalish hair because I think I'm 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 Ham Heather is what I think. But let's see what Heather thinks, because that's why you're here and that's what you care about. Now you want to hear what I think, too, because I love all of you. All right. Here's what Heather is saying. It's so funny that every year I can't wait for summer. That's when she sheds her skin and becomes the true demon that she... No. (laughs) Um, The kids get out of school, and it's more driving and schlepping than ever. But I do love seeing my babies outside, and we play in the ocean and visit friends, and it's just full of great summer memories. Anyway, on to tonight's show. See, Heather can ramble too. Um, That drama continued in Napa at the Belio's home. I really didn't want to get in the middle of the Shannon and Megan argument, but I did. That was Eric speaking on her. Um, It's a lot of she said, she said, and I learned last year that never really ends well. I did want to make sure that Shannon was okay, though, and I was glad, and I went to check on her in the bathroom. 
Okay, there is some reason why I cannot yawn doing these. I'm doing it like in the afternoon this time. I think my body needs oxygen. Isn't that what yawning is? Okay, anyway, um, after a brief cooling off period, I saw. I thought Shannon and Megan were going to move past this argument when round two started. I wasn't. It wasn't seeming to come to an end. So I magically heard a cork pop and directed everyone for the last drink and then out the door. Phew. Oh, God. I'm seriously, Eric speaking. If we are going to get a song now from Heather called I Heard a Cork Pop, I'm going to blow my brains out with the cork. I'm going to take the cork. I'm going to pop the cork into my temple and hope it kills me because I'm so sick of the Housewives songs. So sick of them. Don't like them. Not a fan. Like uh, Countess Luann and her Don't Be Uncool song. Uh, don't be an idiot. You're an idiot is what it should have been called. Um, back to Heather. (laughs) Phew. All in, all in all, the weekend was really fantastic. And I thank everyone that came to celebrate Colette. The response has been overwhelming. And I love seeing your photos tagged with at Colette Champs. Okay, I'm totally going to tweet out this podcast and add it to Shalette Champs. <laughs> Heather, I really like you. Heather, Heather, this is not how I really feel. You do know that, right? I'm just playing a role, Heather. I'm just playing the role of someone that doesn't like Housewives. I'm just trying to be funny because I really like you. I do. I really do. Um, coming to a restaurant or store near you is Clutch Shams. In the meantime, you can purchase it from BaleoFamilyVineyards.com or visit their beautiful tasting room in St. Helena. On to our house. First of all, if you people are doing any shopping, you should be doing it on Amazon through the link on our website because that helps support our shows. Just click on the Amazon link. It brings you right to Amazon. You don't pay any more. And they give us like one-fifth of a penny for every dollar you spend. So every $5 you spend, we get a penny. It's awesome. We are raking in the dough. Okay. I know it's hard to believe, but this enormous house is Terry's dream, not mine. Oh, yeah. Okay, Eric speaking. Um, were you buying that shit she was shoveling? Because I wasn't. Because all I remember is Heather being like the house monster for the past three episodes, and then the first half of this episode and you know like with her closets and chandeliers and going over budgets and i need stone and i need cabinets and and i'm a part of this house and i'm going crazy with the house but then it was like we just shifted right in the middle of the episode and she was like oh this isn't my dream it's all terry's this is all terry's house i hope he appreciates everything i'm doing am i in the twilight zone i think i might be in the twilight zone because she, I thought, was the driving force between this. So I always think it's funny when Heather tries to control the edit of the show. Like, I love her, but she totally tries to do that. She must have got wind. It's not going to make her look good. Um. Anyway, I'm so grateful for all that we have, and Terry works so hard that I'm happy to make his dreams come true. But it's a lot of work. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I said the last episode, I'm not really going to get into it right now, but I'm just going to say it again really quickly that I've been gone for the last year because I've been redoing my own house, and it is a lot of work, but you know who it's not a lot of work for? Someone like Heather, who has a shit ton of money, who can hire everyone to do everything. So basically what Heather gets to do is sit at a table and point at things and be like, I want this here and that there, and this will look pretty, and that'll look pretty, and ooh, I like this, and make it happen. It's a lot different from the hard work of actually doing the house by yourself. Just saying, Heather. Just saying. 
I got a question last week, back to Heather, on Watch What Happens Live, that I'd like to address about talking about money this season on the show. Oh, good. Building our home is a big part of my life, and this year, that's what you're seeing. You'll notice I don't run to the other ladies and tell them what I'm spending on the house. See, yawning again, sorry. It's not, but I'm not tired, I swear. Um, it's not appropriate, and it's not in my nature. However, I am speaking to my builder and my husband about money, because that's what you do in building a house. And that explains things a bit. I will say, Eric speaking, I totally agree with her. I don't think Heather is flaunting her money at all. I genuinely love Heather, and I think she has the best personality of all the housewives on this show. I think um, she's a little out of touch with reality that the fact that she has money makes everything so much easier with her. But I think she for her. But I think she does realize that. Um, So I'm just giving her shit. Uh, I don't I like I don't I don't get it. Do you guys think she talks too much about money? Let me know in the comments below if you're watching on the website, uh, listening on the website. Back to Heather. Anyway, I loved watching Vicky and Tamara talking about grandchildren. So incredible sweet. Of course, Terry and I had children a little older, so we'll be like 120 years old before I get that experience. <laughs> Stopping by Megan's house. Okay, I know this is hard to believe, but this is an enormous house. Oh, oh, see, look, here we go. We just, okay, the blog messed up. It repeated. Let's, you know... This is why I read them to you, everybody. You don't have to deal with this drama of it repeating and the website not loading and all this stuff. You just get me to read it right here to you. It's so much easier. Okay. Or loading it. Okay. Stopping by Megan's house. We'll try again. So, while having lunch with Tamara and Katie, Tamara got a call from Megan, inviting her to the JDRF charity event. Katie and I had already been invited. Although, Megan felt she had valid reasons for not inviting Shannon, it just wasn't sitting well with me. And I was in desperate need of camera time, so I went over to her house at a moment when I knew the cameras would be there and filming, five minutes before it started. That's why Heather was so pissed off. Okay, that was all Eric speaking, but you know that's what she did, right? Okay, back to Heather for real. Um, Although Megan felt she had valid reasons for not inviting Shannon, it just wasn't sitting well with me. The day of the party, I was working in Los Angeles and decided to stop by Megan's on my way home. Yes, I called first. Okay, fine. I eat my words then. Totally called first. See, I told you, I read these guys. I, I read it for the first time with all of you so that we can all have our initial reactions together. Megan is new in the group and young, and I felt like I needed to have a talk with her about the situation. I just didn't want her to look back or me to look back and feel like I didn't at least try and talk to Megan to have her see both sides before she made a decision that might hurt her in the long run. As you can see, it fell on deaf ears. At least I can say I tried. So I'm going to read into that and say what she's trying to say is clearly Vicky is on Shannon's side, so... Heather doesn't want to not be on Vicky's side because basically Vicky runs the show. So if Vicky doesn't like you and then the other girls start not liking you, you're off the show. And if you're Heather's neighbor and you're on the show, that only benefits Heather. So there's that. No matter whose side you're on, back to Heather, the important thing is that the evening was a big success and Megan did a fabulous job raising awareness for money for a great cause. Next week on Real Housewives of Orange County, it meets Botched, which is her, you know, husband show. 
And isn't like RuPaul on it too, I think? I don't know. I never watched it. It's a lot of fun. And sadly, a tragic moment caught on film for Vicky. So stay tuned. Yeah. Okay, so spoiler alert. Rip out your headphones or fast forward for like one minute if you don't want to hear. Um, so yeah, the coming attractions, uh, we see Vicky gets the phone call that her mother died. And I don't know. I feel so awkward that we're showing it. Like, that is such a personal moment, and I get it might help people through hard situations, but I don't think that's why they're doing it. I just feel like they're exploiting Vicky and being like, look, this is what it's like at the moment someone finds out their mom dies. Pan in closer. Crop it. Get it. Do you see the tears? So I don't know. It It makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like it. But again, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below, because thus concludes the Bravo blog of... Heather, this just in, breaking news. Oh my God, oh my God, you guys. Seriously, breaking news. Um, I don't edit these, as you know, so I can't go back and change the beginning, but I just hit refresh um, on the Bravo Blogs page and Tamara did a vlog. This is hot off the presses. I'm not even going to save it for the end. We're going to get into it right now because we need to know what this hoe's been thinking this whole season. Okay, so her blog is called, But With Every Bad Thing Comes Something Good. I think Stella's getting her groove back. It's just taking some time. The last year had been a really long and painful journey for me and coming back to the show and filming scared me. By the way, I totally hate tweeted Tamara a little while ago and being all like, where's your blog, bitch? And um, then like an hour later, her blog got posted. So you're all welcome is my point. Okay, back to Tamara. Um, I really did feel like I'd been hit by a truck and was learning to function again. What most people don't know is I was going through some really painful issues while filming last year, and I was not really allowed to talk about them on camera for legal issues. My ex-husband put me and my children through a painful custody battle that lasted a year. A year of court dates, attorney fees, sleepless nights, scared children, therapy appointments, false media stories, lies, embarrassments, but it was all the worst pain I've ever felt. These are the memories that me and my children will never forget. This is a pain that has changed each one of my kids in different ways. My two youngest kids are closer to me than ever. My oldest daughter has chosen to go live with her dad. And every day without her is a painful one for me. Right. So the oldest one that's smart enough to know that you're manipulating shit is made the correct decision. No, I'm kidding. I have no idea what's going on there. I don't really follow all the trashy mag stuff that's out there about these ladies. I like to just go off what we see and what I'm giving you behind the scenes in their blogs. All right, back to Tamara. The press can be extremely hurtful. Oh, sorry. I'm not pressed, Tamara. I'm just trying to make light of it all. Just trying to make light of it all. Just trying to make it all funny. Like I'm just the character of a psycho fan. Just think of me that way and you'll totally get what I'm trying to do here. Okay. The press can be extremely hurtful and most of the time cause unnecessary stress in your life. They call me monster mom, child abuser, and unfit mother. Don't forget about fake boobs. Um, They say my husband was leaving me and that I was fired from the Real Housewives of Orange County. None of that was true. Mm, I don't know about the last part. The truth is the judge threw out the case without even hearing my testimony. There was no evidence, no witness, and no truth to any of it. 
I am now left to pick up the pieces of my life and find my happy again. Which makes for a great storyline. I tell you all this because I don't want your sympathy. I just want you to hear... I just want you to know that you will hear me on occasion say how bad last year was. I just want you to know it's not because of what happened in Bali, although that didn't help my state of mind. Heather has been a wonderful friend to me and was the one person that really helped me get through some hard days. I remember one day she called me and she cried on the phone with me because she knew how much I was hurting. She's an actress. She can cry on cue. Just saying. That's a good friend, and I will never forget her for being there for me. <laughs> oh, Tamra. I feel so bad, and I understand. And I just really wish you would come on this podcast, Tamra, because I totally get what you're going through. And <sighs> Tamra, please come on this podcast. Get it? But with every bad thing comes something good. When I feel I was at my lowest, I went to church and that changed my life forever. I'm excited to share my journey with you, although there are already people that are reporting my faith as fake or I had no storyline. Guilty. And I can say to them, keep watching, and I hope you're inspired by my story. I'm not perfect, I will never be, but I know the man upstairs is helping me through life. You'll see me slip up, make bad decisions, and do things without thinking. That's just me. And like I said, if you don't like it, you can suck it. I am totally with um, Tamara on that one. That's totally why I just read them off the hip and throw out things without thinking. (laughs) Um, Thank you to all the teenagers and parents out there that have reached out to me on social media with their stories about parental alienation and how it affected their lives. It's helped me get through a lot of understanding of things. Parental alienation is child abuse and needs to be recognized in the court of law. Aliens are raising child children now? How did I not know about this? I gotta go Google that shit. Apparently aliens raise children now. Tamara's teaching me something new. Honestly, I was nervous about going to Napa. I was not in a good place, and I had pulled away from most of the ladies over the past six months, but there was no way I was going to miss the launch of Colette. I would have to say that it was the most fun I've had in months. Heather really knows how to throw a party. And I clicked with Megan instantly. She was sassy and a little bit of a smarty pants, just like me. She had told me at dinner with Heather about the phone call she had with Shannon. To be honest, I really didn't get what the big deal was. Sounded more like a misunderstanding to me. I had no idea it was going to get so blown out of proportion like it did. I walked into the Balea's living room to get my purse and overheard Shannon and Megan talking. I was like, wow, this shiz is happening. Watching the episode, it all seemed pretty petty to me, but who am I to judge? <laughs> You're Tamara Judge. Oh, <laughs> wink, wink. Um, that was me speaking. Can we please talk about the toilet paper in my dress? That was embarrassing. Oh, girl, you got a lot of stuff to talk about. You haven't done one of these blogs, so, you know, fill us all in about it all. I had to go to the bathroom so bad, and Shannon and Megan were in there for forever. So I went to the men's room, and there was no ass gaskets. Because, like, they star out the curse word. So it's A, star, star, gaskets. So ass gaskets? the hell is an ass gasket? No, seriously. People, I know I say comment below a lot of times. But if you know what an ass gasket is, comment below and let me know. Because I literally have no idea. 
And I could Google it, but I can't because I'm reading the blog. So ask, ask it. The hell is it? (laughs) So I lined. Oh, so I lined one of the toilet seats with five layers of toilet paper and hover over the toilet in my drunken stupor. Oh, maybe she means it's that thing that you put on top of the toilet bowl and then the flap goes down. By the way, the flap goes in the front. Did you guys know the flap goes in the front? I, to this day, every time I see my sister-in-law, go flap in front because literally for 33 years of my life, I had no clue the flap goes in the front. I always thought the flap goes in the back when you're on like sitting down on a public toilet bowl. No, it goes in the front to protect your privates from any like diseases that could be on the toilet bowl or splashback. Otherwise, your stuff's just hanging out there in the water or the touch in the bowl if you got a big one like I do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, flap in front. <laughs> Not knowing when I pulled up my drawers, the toilet paper got caught in my undies. I'm also calling bullshit on that. Yes, she did. Thanks, Shannon, for pulling it out. Not letting me walk around the party like that. You ruined my storyline. Um, then to have my husband pull the rest out in bed was also embarrassing. More completely planned. I think we laughed about it for days. Having to tell Shannon that she was not invited to Megan's charity party was not easy. I really didn't think it was my job to tell Shannon, but when she kept talking about going to the party, buying a dress, and having her hair and makeup done, I started to feel bad. What if she showed it to the party and Megan sent her home? I knew I had to save her from the embarrassment, so I told her. No one wants to be left out. It's a shitty feeling, especially for a charity event you hosted the year before. She did host? I thought she didn't host it. I'm so confused that she hosted this charity. There's another thing you can fill me in on. Did she host the charity? Because it's like, I did, I didn't. I called you because you did. No, I didn't. Then Shannon's like, I did it last year. Did you do it or not do it? I can't follow it. I can't follow it. Someone needs to fill me on that too. I'm trying to put myself in Megan's shoes. By the way, that was Eric obviously speaking. She doesn't really know Shannon. They didn't get off to a good start. And the last time they saw each other, they were in a huge fight. I'm not going to pick sides on this one. And I'm not sure what I would have done in that situation. But what I want to know is that my fight, um, that the fight wasn't going to lead to another fight. By the way, by the way, just a little, you know, guess or assumption on my part, Eric's here. You know, when they want to kick people off the Bravo show, sometimes they will just kick you flat off. Like, boom, you're gone. But then other times, like a Porsche, let's say, if you're too crazy or you're acting too much of a fool, or, you know, even like a a Countess Luann, they will drop you down to like a friend level. And then you only get paid for when you make an appearance. And then you're in that role, kind of like Bravo Productions checking your ass. And um, if you behave and do not what you've been doing that has annoyed them to get you into that position, then they might let you come back on as a full-time person, as we saw happen with Luann in New York this season, the following year. So I might want to venture a guess that the reason that um, Tamara is being so nice and playing by the rules and not trying to make waves this season is because she knows she was a hop, skip, and a jump from being completely fired and not even giving the friend role because of all the shit that happened last year, because she admitted to just making up stuff for drama on Watch What Happens Live. And that's like the biggest offense in reality TV. 
Like, if they script it, that's fine. But don't you go off script and try and make up your own shit. No, no, that'll piss off a gay. That'll piss off a Bravo Andy like nobody's business. So I'm just saying that's, again, my theory on why Tamara is behaving the way she is this season. But let me know what you think in the comments below. Let's go back to um, wrapping up Tamara. I feel very bad for Shannon and her family. I had no idea the extent of their marriage problems and that she would be revealing them on the show until very recently. Shannon has had a hard knock life and has been knocked out by her husband's affair and she's fighting to keep her family together. It makes me sad that I refer to her as crazy or out there. She's not crazy. She's hurting. And when you're going through the hardest times in your life, it's hard to cope with everyday decisions and people referring to you as crazy doesn't help. I'm sorry, Shannon. Shannon's a great mom. And from what I've seen, and I hate that she's going through so much pain. Right. So that whole paragraph, just think about my little rant I just did before I read it. (laughs) I promise I'm going to try and keep up with my blogs. That is totally because of me. I'm just, it's totally because of me. I will see you on Watch What Happens Live on July 13th for the birth of my beautiful granddaughter, Ava. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tamara Judge. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Tamara. Yay, she did one. (laughs) Next up is Vicky with her blog called True Friends Are There For You When Life Happens. Woo! Oh, I do feel bad for Vicky, though. Um, Okay, this episode shows that it's evident Megan is definitely trying to be relevant amongst these women. For her to feel compelled to exclude Shannon out of her party, I just don't think it was right. When I decided not to go to the charity event and instead be with Shannon, it's because I didn't want Shannon to feel alone that night. Or because it's like guaranteed airtime of you alone. Not in a party setting. (laughs) Knowing that all the girls would be together and Shannon not being invited would have been very hurtful to her. I would have expected one of them to do the same for me. True friends are there for you when, quote, life happens. Whether it be sickness, loss of a job, death of a loved one, relationship struggles, or anything else. This is when you see the true colors of a friend. It's how they act when difficult situations occur. Amen, sister friend. That's why I love my friends. And yeah, love friends. Um, It was really nice for me to see Megan so supportive of Leanne, Jim's ex-wife, who's battling colon cancer. For my first time seeing Luann on this week's episode, she looks surprisingly good because all through this season, Megan kept referring to her as terminal and therefore I expected her to look sick. Okay, so Eric speaking, this is totally Vicky throwing shade about all the people who are saying Brooks doesn't look like he has cancer when he's not terminal. And if this lady is terminal and has cancer, then and she doesn't look bad. So shut the F up about my Brooksy is what is between those lines. I guess this just shows to show you that cancer, I'll see, I guess this shows to show you that cancer really does have many looks and symptoms. And just because you're walking around, traveling, working, and still being active doesn't mean you aren't sick. What this shows me is that everyone has a journey after their diagnosis and we're not privy to every little detail of their lives. I will continue to keep Leanne in my prayers for her family and for her healing. 
My cousin just had a double mastectomy on Friday due to the recent diagnosis of breast cancer, and she's only 46 years old. It's not fair and it's not right, and we should all band together to support and uplift those that are diagnosed, not try and tear them down. By the way, I hate cancer. I'll just say, Eric speaking, I completely agree with this. No, like, totally using my serious voice now. Cancer is not funny. If there's anything you can do to help or donate, I know every year we do the reality rally. We raise money for breast cancer awareness, for uh, Michelle's place. Um, Cancer has just affected so many people. And I just think anything anybody can do to raise awareness to it in any way they can um, is a great thing. So that's definitely one charity, the uh, Reality Rally, Michelle's Place. Um, If you guys want to donate to breast cancer research, um, I think it'd be a great thing. All right, let's go back to, gotta put this voice back on, Tamara. (laughs) Um, And her, right, okay. It was interesting hearing Tamara on the plane, heading to Napa with the ladies. Did I just say, let's go back to Tamara? Because I meant, let's go back to Vicky. It was interesting hearing Tamara on the plane, heading to Napa with the ladies, when she commented about being private during difficult times in her life. I agree with her, and it's very interesting that I can't try and remain private about dealing with Brooke's illness, because when I do, I'm accused of hiding something. It's very alarming, and there are lots of double standards at play here. When I went to Orlando to see my insurance award, I flew Brianna and her family to spend some time in Disney World with me after my uh, convention ended. Well, your convention probably was in Orlando, because there really is no other place to have a convention in Orlando but Disney. Um, And plus, you totally get a discount. I love Disney. Where am I Disney fans at? Um, Brooks had received his chemo treatment on the front end of my trip. So when I returned home, he was already through the worst part of his reaction. After he finished his chemo treatments, it typically takes three to four days to recuperate. Brooks has not had any chemo since filming that scene, which was in late January, as he elected to do a more aggressive approach of alternative treatments and immune system building therapy. So does that mean that the chemo got it all? Ah, uh, now I'm confused. Vicky, mm, girl, doot doot, alarm going off. I was totally on your side until you just said that. Because, like, if you don't treat the cancer, the, you die. So is Brooks dying? Um, I'm totally confused. Okay, something's weird. But don't worry. We're, no one's going to be talking about that after next week. Um, for those of you that like my blue jacket I wore at dinner, you can purchase it at my e-boutique, MK Collab Shop Vicky.com. Or realityrecaps.com. Go there instead. Shop on Amazon. You should have it on Amazon, Vicky, and then people can buy it through my link and help support the show. I love these clothes, and you will see me wear many of these designs this season. Lastly, please keep Brooks in your prayers. On July 1st, he will have another scan to see how his progression with his current treatment is working. Thank you all for your love and support. He sincerely appreciates it. Warmly, Vicky. Okay. So, ah, whoa, this, okay. Oh, look, here's what I'm saying. You guys comment below and let me know what you think. I was totally on Vicky's side, and I know from, like, my parents having cancer, other people that have cancer, even, and I am so not comparing myself to any of these people, but I had skin cancer, um, which is simple. You just cut it out, 
and you put some chemo cream and you're fine. So it's not really in the realm of cancer. My, my point is, I'm aware, like Vicky said, there are different cocktails, different things, different everything that you can do to treat cancer. But at the end of the day, I'm not aware of any, quote, alternative treatment and immune system building therapy that can cure cancer, can make you live longer, help you fight it easier, make your life better, uh, your quality of living better, but it doesn't make the cancer go away. That's purely like radiation cutting it out. So why would he have had nothing done in a year? That makes no sense. And then to have a scan now, after the season is wrapped, but before the reunion... Oh, I don't know. The whole thing is fishy. My alarms are all going off. But again, you guys let me know what you think in the comment section below, because thus concludes the Bravo blog of Vicky. <laughs> and who, you know what? I just need a little break. I just need like a little zen break. I feel like we're ramping up to some drama between the um, Megan and Shannon blogs. So I just say we take a little, a little Lizzie break, a little calming Lizzie break. So let's see what Lizzie has to say in her, I felt like Shannon was singled out blog. Happy Monday. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I started fittings this morning in Baton Rouge, LA. Oh God. Let's remember what I said last time. Last, last episode. She's going to say Kentucky. Um, It's coming. I totally feel it. I started fittings this morning in Baton Rouge, LA for the 51's contestants vying for the title of Miss USA. Oh, isn't that canceled? Because, you know, Donald Trump came out and basically said, I'm a racist and hate all Mexicans and they should just serve me and clean my house. And that's all they're good for. And then Univision was like, F you. And then he was like, F you. And then NBC was like, hey, Donald, you're fired. Bye, bitch. Bye bye. Take your apprentice. Take your Miss America. Take all your stupid ass shows and chum up your ass and leave. And so is that, but maybe that's Miss America and this is Miss USA. Where the hell is Kenya when I need her to explain this to me? Okay. Yeah, because she would have known Trump was fired over the weekend. So I guess Miss USA is different. Um, They're such an amazing group of young women. But let's just jump right into this episode, shall we? What was I even thinking while Shannon and Megan were arguing about the charity event? Well, I wasn't sure what to think. I honestly felt Shannon was treated unfairly. It seemed Megan was treated unfairly, too, for some unknown reason. First the hoedown and now at the charity event. But Shannon didn't investigate either of the two incidents. Shannon never said anything derogatory to Megan prior to the event. And this charity thing seemed to come out of left field. I also felt like Megan just wouldn't let it go. I hate to say it, but I think she's looking for some kind of a fight. I didn't even find out that Shannon was invited to the JDRF party until I arrived at the event. I was looking forward to seeing Shannon and Vicky. I felt like Shannon was singled out, and I don't think it's particularly nice on Megan's part. We were all discussing this charity event in Napa, and it was to my understanding that we were all invited. So was Shannon uninvited? Understand that I really liked Megan. However, I just didn't understand why she was being so mean to Shannon. Now, that's interesting. So that would make sense. And that, you know, look, if you guys don't know, everybody's invited to everything. Uh, they're making a television show. They're all basically contractually, contractually obligated to do things together. So I am sure um, Megan 
uh, put it out there to invite all of them, then decided not to invite Shannon and then kind of talked to Heather about not inviting Shannon, Tamara about not inviting Shannon, finding out that they were both going to dinner and then was kind of like, all right, well, let's just say I gave you a formal invite. So then that channel get the hint that she was invited and if she doesn't get the clue. You tell her. I'm just saying is what probably happened because I think she did invite all of them. And then had to uninvite Shannon in a sneaky backhanded way. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Heather. I mean, Megan. Why do I get Heather and Megan mixed up? I don't get it. Okay. I think it was awesome that Vicky declined the invitation of the party and supported Shannon. Yeah, death to charity. <laughs> Eric speaking. Um, I am friends with Shannon and Megan, and although I didn't know Shannon would not be there, I had no reason not to attend. Megan had been nothing but nice to me, and I enjoyed getting to know her and Jimmy. It was a beautiful event, and Megan was a lovely host. When I called Shannon, her and Vicky were whooping it up. I knew where I had to be. I wanted to support my friend. I went to support Megan for her event and then to support my friend Shannon. It's not a good feeling to be left out, and that's what friends do for each other. And it makes for great TV and guaranteed airtime. Eric speaking. Besides, I knew these two were having a blast and I wanted to have some laughs. After all, Vicky is the fun bus. Have a great weekend. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Lizzie. <laughs> and so now it is time for the main event. Shannon versus Megan. And I say we start with Megan. Because I just, yeah, let's start with Megan. Her blog is called There Was No Ambush. And so Phonegate continues. Even watching, this was exhausting because it was so stupid and petty for Shannon to storm off on me like she did and make a scene in the Belio's home. Mm, but it wasn't petty of you to bring it up like six times. Um, if Shannon reacted like an adult, okay, only children say act like an adult. And remember, I'm completely on your side, Megan. I'm just saying, you know, God give giving everybody the shit equally. If Shannon acted like an adult, she would have swallowed her pride, pride and apologized for unintentionally offending me and explain she was caught off guard and the issue would have been laid to rest. There was no ambush as he describes it unless she is recreating a story in her own mind. What the cameras show was what happened. There was no prodding from production for me to talk to Shannon about this or to make the phone call in the first place. It was all my idea. Bullshit. Um, anyway, I was angry when I saw Jimmy turn away and I tried to kiss him at the Belios. He was embarrassed that I was involved in a dramatic scene at his friend's house, but he should have trusted me to know that I wasn't ambushing Shannon. He should have kissed me and looked me in the eyes. What are you making a porn? Get over it. No one wants to see you two make out. We get it. You're working for the paycheck. I get it. Um, I had no idea he reacted this way until I saw the episode because I was so preoccupied with the ridiculous drama. When I asked him about this moment, he told me he acted this way because he didn't like the drama and apologized. Mm hmm. Right. Um, back to Megan. Um, it was plain to see that Shannon wanted nothing to do with me. Additionally, who calls someone to tell them they aren't invited? 
that's just weird. And she made it clear that she was upset that I had called her private cell number, so there was no way in hell I was going to call her unless she gave me her number personally. Lastly, Jimmy didn't want Shannon at our home because of the blow-up in Napa. He knew how hard I'd been working on the JDRF party and how stressed I was with the upcoming move, and he told me she was not allowed to step foot in our home until I had de-stressed from our move. Jimmy made it clear to Shannon and David after the fact that it was Jimmy's idea not to invite the Bedore, and there were no hard feelings. Yeah, Eric speaking. Let me tell you what I do. I throw my husband under the bus. Oh, yeah, we're legally married now. Woo! I mean, we're not. I mean, we got married 10 years ago, but it wasn't legal, but now we can. Gay rights. Woo! That's what you missed this week. Yay! And equal rights and health care and uh, universal health care. Oh, my God, we're so amazing. Anyway, back to the point. What Megan's doing right here is throwing her husband under the bus and making him take the blame so that she can look great for all the ladies. I do this all the time with my husband. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't call you back. Kirk didn't tell me. Oh, I didn't call you back. Um, oh, nope, nope. I didn't make anything up. My husband forgot to tell me. You know, this is like, this is what you do. You blame it on your husband so that your friends and your other people, you know, you don't have to take the blame. You can still be the nice one. I mean, you're the one bringing in the paycheck and he doesn't want you to get jeopardized. So, you know, that's good. I get what you're doing there, Megan. And props to you. We all do it. It's like girl code, girl and gay code, the gray code, girl, gay, gay, gay. How would you mix girl and gay? Girl? Okay, you let me know in the comments below. (laughs) I love the JDRF wine procurement party at our home. I felt warm and fuzzy to see a beautiful brook made the home with the help of Carla Flores at Elegance by Design. And of course, the always delicious Red O uh, for providing the food. All three donated a large amount of their services on behalf of JDRF Orange County. I also love seeing the scene with Leanne, Jimmy's first wife, and myself. I have such a special relationship with her, and I think it's clear to see from the episode Leanne is very sick with cancer. <laughs> Who says that? I think it's very clear to see how sick she looks with cancer, everybody. She is, oh God, I think she just, oh, piece of hair fell out. Did you see it? She's very sick with that cancer. She's all, <coughs> she's got, I think I'm out of, I'm catching the cancer from her. She has so much cancer. She is spitting cancer on food. She's like a cancer bomb. She had a boom with the cancer. Okay. She didn't really say any that. That was all me. That's what it sounded like she was trying to say, right? Right. It's hard to watch her losing her battle, but I'm, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. This is how I know Megan has no real contact with this lady. Because when you know people going through cancer, you are only supportive. You are only 100% team kick cancer, cancer's ass. You're like, fuck cancer. You're like, die cancer. You would never be like, oh my God, my friend looks so pale and um, she's going down quick. It's a hard road she's on. Not going to make it much longer. You would never say that. Ever about a cancer patient who you're quote friends with unless maybe it's your husband's ex-wife who you need to die so you can get more of the money then i mean then you might you might then that's what i'm saying let's go see what megan's saying though oh my god i got her name right i don't know why tapra is so stuck on my age that's just odd to me my brother is 23 and friends with valentino who's 83 Ooh, then that must mean your brother is hot Somebody needs to tweet me pictures of her brother. Tweet him up. 
Want to see that? I guess the King family is just progressive like that because clearly the housewives struggle with that concept. Oh, God, I have no comment. Um, uh, and, and a note to Vicky. You're right. The old house wasn't mine and it wasn't my stuff in that house. It was Jimmy's. But since we've gotten rid of everything and have stated everything is ours, I was blessed enough to grow up with a stay-at-home mom and sometimes I-C-U-R-N and dad who worked his patootie off every day. But 39 years later, my dad still still calls every penny he earns their money and always has. Jimmy and I see that as a testament to their teamwork and strive to model our marriage after that teamwork concept, which may be foreign and selfish to individuals who consistently remind their spouse how they have their own money. Ooh, burn, Vicky. Ooh, burn, did you burn? She burned you, Vicky. Um, oh, and if you're still suspicious of whether or not we own a home together with our money, check the real estate. Ha- oh, my God. Check the real estate records. Hashtag burn. She said hashtag burn. Oh, my God. This is why me and Megan are so bonded. We're like the same person. We're both in our 30s. Um, yeah. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Megan. But I, I look, I want you guys to weigh in. So weigh in in the comment section below or on our Facebook page. You know, we have our Facebook. You can see all the stuff we cover there, like Big Brother. And we're not done yet. I'm just reminding you. And you can tweet me on Twitter. We also live tweet Big Brother. So if you're like a Big Brother fan, we update 24-7 on our um bb17 live feeds updates twitter account or you know all that stuff we're doing a ton is what i'm saying we're doing a ton everybody is what i'm saying okay so let me know what you think in the comment section below if you're watching on our website as we get to the last blog which is coming from the one and only shannon and her blog is called i am moving forward Okay, we're all in our Zen place. Everyone, adjust your crystals. Adjust your crystals. Does everyone have their bowl of lemons in the right spot to listen to this? I want to make, look, I'm just trying to make sure that all of your auras and chakras are all in the right place to listen to Shannon. If you need an essential oil, now would be the time to place it upon yourself. We could all do a meditation together. Close your eyes. Don't think of anything. Do you have a thought? Wrap it in the leaf. Send it down the river. Clear your mind. Okay, we've meditated. We've oiled. We've chakrad. Perhaps some of you might want a coffee enema. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure we're all on, on board with hearing Shannon. I want to make sure she feels comfortable in this podcast. Okay, here we go. This is what Shannon is saying. It's very frustrating when you see a blip into everything that has happened in my life. And I get it. I'm on a reality show. And you're not going to see every second of what happens. You're only going to get to see every hour of what happens. And in that hour, just a short blip. And you know what, Eric speaking, and you know what you get from that, Shannon? $500,000 an episode. So guess what? Somebody wants to give me $500,000 an episode, add it up, people, to have little blips into my life, I'll take it. I'd do it for $1,000 an episode. I might even do it for 100 I can't think of anything I wouldn't do for $500,000 an episode. I mean, I'm just saying. 
And like, oh my God, people can talk whatever the hell they want. Oh my God, I could care less. I'm making $500,000 an episode. I would be like Nini. I'd be like, haha, fools. God, Nini makes a million an episode. All right. We all had fun together in Napa and everyone was getting along. On the drive to the Belios home, Megan and Jim brought up the charity party they were hosting the following week. They both asked me questions about the event that I hosted for the same charity months prior. I answered the questions and I gave them suggestions. I'm sorry. I, I just want to be like, oh my God, now she's done the charity. Everybody with the she's done it and she did. So I get it. Is, are we saying like there was this charity, but then the charity has other umbrella chat? Like it's the umbrella. There are other charities under it. So she didn't specifically do the one that Megan's talking about, but she did another one for that chat. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm saying. Comment below. They both asked me questions about the event that I hosted for the same charity months prior. I answered the questions. I gave them suggestions. It was it was given in the conversation that everyone on the bus would be attending the party. In addition, I recorded a save the date email for the charity event. I am upset that Megan lied to me about how she got my number. If someone gives a cell phone number out, they either call you and ask permission ahead of time or let you know that someone you don't know will be calling you. Neither of these happened. Eric speaking, get the fuck over yourself. Get over yourself. This, see, this is what $500,000 an episode buys you. Complete loss of touch with reality. Could any of you listening right now just imagine in your life being annoyed that somebody, like a call came through you weren't plan, planning for? Like, I wasn't planning for this call. Like, just throw yourself on the floor and lose your mind. You know, for someone that's so calm and zen, you, like, get upset about the stupidest shit, Shannon. Just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. You might need to add another lemon to your bowl. Maybe one more. Suck up some of that sourness. Okay. Neither of these things happened. When I figured out who had called me, I sensed the manipulation behind it and guessed the exact thing that would happen at some point in the season. And it did, at the Belio's party. Megan initiated, I was uncharitable. Hey, Eric speaking again. Shannon, miss, I'm living in therapy uh, for a storyline. Um, here's, cause I, you know, I have a psych, you know, I don't just have a radio and television degree, everyone. I have a psychology degree too. I'm very smart. I don't know if I want to get technical and interior design one, but whatever. Um, psychology 101, Megan, um, when you say you knew something would happen and then it happens, that's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, I get that you're someone that believes and buys into self-fulfilling prophecies because those are also the same type of people that buy into feng shui and essential oils and all that. It means you're very gullible. It means you're easily manipulated into giving over money for things. And you're the kind of person that obsesses about details and tries to find ways to make them make sense of what you've already made up in your mind so that you can be right about something. Just saying, self-fulfilling prophecy, Shannon. That's what you're doing right there. You're welcome. Oh, okay. Uh, Megan insinuated that I was being uncharitable. Can you say looking for a storyline? 
Oh, I can say it a lot for you. She never needed to call me. Megan has numerous qualified JDRF members to answer any questions she had and a qualified caterer in front of her. Although Tamara may argue about that. Okay, sorry, Eric speaking again. You're right, Shannon, she did. But you two are on a television show and it's your job to interact. So she was probably looking for a way to reach out to you and have a connection. But I get that you don't want to have the connection with her because you're afraid that your husband might cheat on you, on her, cheat on you with her, is what I'm saying. But you're not going to admit that. But that's totally the real reason. Because you would have helped anybody else. You just didn't want to help her. Just keep slinging your lies, lady. The only reason to call me was to create an issue with an existing cast member on the show. It was a premeditated ambush, and I was understandably upset about it. When hosting a charity event... It should always be only about the charity. I had already received a save-the-date email about the party, so of course I assumed I would be attending. When I had dinner with Vicky and Tamara, I found it odd that I had not received an official invitation after the the save-the-date, which typically happens. I was floored that Megan was talking Talk, taking this thing to another level, and she had lied to me about how she got my number and gave me her wrong name. And now she's trying to insinuate that I'm unstable. Well, you are unstable, so yeah. Um, it was completely insulting. I have been involved in at least one charity at all times after I left the NCL in seventh grade. <laughs> Oh, God. That is how I was raised. I have members. I'll end it at that. Yeah, you should, because it doesn't sound more like you're um, explaining. It sounds more like you're trying to convince us, and that usually means you're lying, Shannon. I absolutely was shocked that Vicky insisted on spending the evening with me instead of going to the event. I didn't want to make things any worse than they were, but I have to admit, I was so touched that my friend was sticking up for me. I was also incredibly humbled to see each cast member express their feelings that I should have been included in the party. They knew all the facts of what happened, and I am grateful for their friendship. Of course, anytime Vicky and I can get together, we have an amazing time. Right, just keep trying to convince us of that too. You're not Tamra. I know you're worried about it, though. You're going to could lose out to these younger girls. That's what your real problem is. Um, Clearly, and it's clearly an Aries thing. I was enjoying spending time with her. And as you all know, I've been going through a lot in my life. While not being officially invited to Megan's party was absolutely hurtful and humiliating, I have made more important things going on in my life that need my attention. I'm not going to focus on it or give it any life. I'm moving forward. It was so thoughtful for Heather to reach out to Megan before the party to ask her to reconsider her decision. Lizzie was so kind to reach out to me during the party to make sure I was all right. She's a true friend. And it was incredibly surprising to have Tamara, Lizzie, and Christian show up at my date night with Vicky to support me. A lot has happened since last year, and I'm proud to call all the people above my friends. They showed that to me tonight. Until next week, XOXO. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Shannon. And look, here's the last note that I, Eric, am going to say. And again, comment below and let me know what you think. Um, it doesn't prove anything. You are on a television show. 
If this would have happened and the cameras weren't on and there was no benefit to any of these people and then they showed up, then you're right. Then you'd know they were your friends. I mean, granted, you could say they're your friends because they were taking the camera time away from Megan and giving it to you. So in that aspect, sure. But they're your TV friends. Are they your real genuine friends? I don't know. I'm not there. I'm just saying, Megan, hopefully, I mean, Shannon, hopefully some of these things will just go through at some point. Anyway, um, right. You know what? You guys let me know what you think in the comment section below, because for really real, thus concludes the Bravo blog of Shannon. (laughs) And it also concludes our Bravo blogs for this week. But let me know what you guys thought uh, in the comment section below, if you're listening on our website, which you should be, or tweet us uh, at Reality Recaps, or follow us on our Facebook page. We want to really start interacting with you guys more on Facebook. We're always so much about Twitter and live tweeting shows. Um, But, you know, anywhere, anywhere on social media, you can find all of the places we are on social media over on our website, yourrealityrecaps.com. And of course, you can see all of our Bravo content at yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo. Of course, for those of you that don't know, Big Brother 17 is starting. We're going to have a ton of coverage on Big Brother as well. If you guys are into that, Uh, exit interviews each week, live tweeting, um, and of course, doing a ton more Bravo content as a live video show. And all of the stuff that we do is available on our website, on YouTube, and on iTunes. You can get just the audio feed on iTunes, or you can get the audio and video feed, or you can get it just for specific shows. There's so much. Check all of that out um, on our website. Just click on the little podcast tab up top, and you can see all of your choices. Of course, if you want to help support our shows, you can make a donation through PayPal or Patreon, or for free, just simply click on our Amazon ad on our website uh, before you do your Amazon shopping or like I said the easiest way share our stuff on social media tell your friends about our show if you just tell one person every day you can really help us out a lot but you're listening to an audio podcast go to iTunes give us a five star uh, rating and a nice review that is the cheapest and best way you can help us keep bringing you guys shows like this every week and all of our other content so until next week i will see you guys then seriously comment uh, on our website on the page for this show because i want to know what you guys think of it i want to know what you're saying i'll read some of your content on the show i want to do this show with you guys this season and i'll probably be live tweeting during the east coast airing next week too so i hope you guys all enjoyed it see you soon bye for now everybody